Hey, hey y'all. y'all! And welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Generation podcast, where we bring you a not-so-healthy dose of humor and reality as we get our hands dirty with some serious nostalgia and question everything. Let's dive in. Hey y'all, it's Misty. It's Ani. And today we will be watching and reviewing Twilight. Hopefully a once and for all. <laughs> this is definitely the second time we've we've done this uh because the last technical time, issues is notwithstanding yeah t- technical <laughs> technical difficulties and a, a very long 45 minutes with customer service has made this the second round of uh twilight recording so um we didn't get through the whole thing the first time so there is we will let you know if there is a part two coming or if it's all gonna be in one that's that's also very accurate so i hope it's uh, all in one i i hope we get to do this all in one recording (laughs) i don't mind splitting it into two episodes because i just feel like this is a very long movie um for your guys yeah for your guys's information we will be actually watching the movie while we review it just so it's more of a like an actual organic reaction reaction movie yeah and like an experience to it we will you won't hear any of the movie clips or anything like that that is all going to be like cut out you won't hear that um we're not going to make you all sit through two hours of twilight with us we're not that mean yeah no (laughs) like you just get to we're not great but we're not that mean (laughs) 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 it's just like no we won't we won't do that to you but we will be watching and reviewing Twilight today and just really the goal is to have fun to just genuinely rip apart the very obvious plot holes and, and be unabashedly obvious. mean. I mean honest. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like yeah, no she she meant honest. She meant honest, not I totally not meant mean. honest. Just yeah, totally just meant honest though. It's fine. Um but it will be very honest and it will be very unapologetic at the many, 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 many problems that are Twilight. And for something that was so popular during like our teenage years, there's so many things that are wrong with it. And unfortunately, the fact that it was so popular, despite being so incredibly flawed, probably says a lot about the relationships that our generation uh, has. So there is that. Cool. And just pray to the podcast gods that it works. Please, podcast gods, let this work. Please. <laughs> Please. Please mic, don't make us My do mic this is again. on. Everything is on. Everything is on. Everything is plugged in. Like I tested it. It <laughs> should be working. Please do not make us watch Twilight for a third time. Please. <laughs> Seriously, I don't want to watch Twilight again for a third time. I'm so mad I have to watch it again for the second time. Like, <laughs> Jesus. I do think at some point, though, we're going to have to watch that alpha male. Like, oh, 2013 no. Bullshit. Like, mm, even it's, if it's, it's not. It's going to be our Twilight, like, um, bonus episode. Oh, Twilight. <laughs> it'll, it, our, it'll literally just be called Twilight the what the fuck are these documentaries <laughs> and it's just gonna be these weird like there's twilight in volterra twilight, twilight alpha, alpha males. males um there's another one it's the forks Twi- one. Oh yeah and i think that's the looks like the only one that's actually related to twilight that's on here because i don't think twilight uh, of the cockroaches is probably related no that's apparently a classic anime <laughs> No, no, that is incorrect. <laughs> uh, nothing related to Twilight, but I'm reading Crescent City. Oh yeah, well, that's cool. Um, I've heard good things. I've already cried, and I haven't hit, <laughs> and I haven't even hit the big like heartbreaker in House of Earth and Blood. Yeah, that's a series that's just gonna ruin you. Like. Sarah J- that's an author that's just ruined you. <laughs> Sarah J. Moss has is holding no punches. She's holding nothing back in this series. Like it was rough with, like throwing a glass was good. It, it you know it got you. It had its moments. Corazones and Roses definitely you know got you. 
ripping my fucking heart out in Crescent City. <laughs> and like, I'm avoiding all the spoilers for the, the, the second one, House of Sky and mm-hmm. Breath. Yeah. Everyone's posting like, I just finished House of Sky and Breath. Is everybody okay? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Already. <laughs> like yeah. one of the girls that I follow on TikTok um, or Instagram, whatever, uh, the Bibliophile Blonde, Molly mm-hmm. Tulis. She she has a video of her just like sniffling and crying. She's like, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't ready for it. I'm just like, I'm fucked. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> you have chosen an author who has a reputation for destroying people. So she's so good at it, though. She is. You enjoy the suffering. <laughs> so. It's just like you're gonna enjoy it while you suffer, but still. It's like no, not my baby, not Hunt, not Hunt Athelar. <laughs> I'd like to say it's a good kind of suffering, but it's not if they kill off the characters. So I mean, we already started crying in the beginning when we lost someone important pretty quick, and I'm just like, don't, don't. It's all gonna get worse usually the like the best authors destroy you at least a little bit like all i know about what i'm gonna be getting into with Mm -hmm. towards the end of house of uh, earth and blood is something is gonna happen i think it's when bryce finally does the drop or whatever the fuck it is whatever that is it's just like all i keep seeing for like the, the spoilers is lighted up and everyone crying i'm like I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I don't know what's coming, but I'm going to lose it. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's coming. But if it's yeah, no, she's just really good at ripping people apart. So I'm going to I got my friend Tracy down in New Orleans to finally start Throne of Glass. <laughs> Throne of Glass is good. Yeah, she she like started with Assassin's Blade and she's like it's like, it's like, I hope she fucks Sam. <laughs> she's like, like, she's gonna fuck Sam. I'm like, just keep reading. I am saying yeah. nothing. I am saying nothing because I don't want to give it away because it's gonna mm-hmm, another break your heart. Assassin's moment. Assassin's Blade is an interesting one to start. With. That's how I started. I, I felt like it set really? up the story. Yeah, because Throne of Glass references it so heavily Mm -hmm. without and it wasn't even out yet so i imagine it would make a lot more sense but i read them in the order that they were released yeah i got the whole like set like box set Mm -hmm. so i just like i just read them in order yeah that makes sense it's probably the better way to do it is just read them in order anyway so probably adds more it probably fills in a lot of like little plot holes and things oh yeah you go through the series so, yeah. so I'm just waiting for her to start sense. messaging me about like crying and whatnot. I'm like, <laughs> suffer with me. Yeah, there you go. Sometimes <coughs> when you're reading things, you have to get other people to suffer with you. So that's how Aaron has done everything for me. <laughs> that's how I've suffered for her. You know, all of Sarah J. Moss. I've so I've done Akatarth, Throne of Glass, now Crescent City. We've got Leigh Bardugo with Shadow and Bone and the Crooked Kingdom. Huh. You yeah. gotta, you gotta find somebody to suffer with. You. Jay Kristoff and his books with Amy Kaufman, you know, like the Illuminae series and the Aurora Rising series. And I'm just like, I, I just, my heart is on the floor. It's in pieces. It's shattered from like. You didn't need it anyway. <laughs> like, you know, if it's not gonna be there to be shattered repetitively by books, then what is it good for? Being shattered repetitively you know? by books. Yeah, that's the purpose. <laughs> of it. Like, that's all you need it for. You need it. To shatter my books and to love cats, and that's literally yeah. the only thing anybody needs a heart for. Basically, it's all my and heart is is good enough for. I mean, it's all- I think it's more along the lines is that's <coughs> the only suffering you're gonna enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> on any level, it's cats and books. Cats and books is just the best way to be. There's not gonna be like. Humanity has a population problem, but they're not going to have a population problem here pretty soon because our generation's just not going to have any kids. <laughs> like, every woman is just going to choose cats oh, and yeah. dogs. Oh, yeah. Cats like or dogs. They're going to choose pets over children. Oh, yeah. 
pets over kids, books over boys. And then they're going to wonder why there's a giant, you know, generational, like, gap between yeah. kids. It's like, well, when it's you like, completely well, screw over one generation, you lose another one. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you know why there's, like, a, a significant age difference between, like, Generation Alpha and, generation like, Generation Beta? Yeah, it's just like, hmm, I wonder why. Maybe it's because the ones who should be having Generation Beta uh, can't even afford their own places to live. Right. Let alone actually want to have, like, children or be able to afford children or, yeah. Actually, I feel like Generation Alpha is the children of millennials. Some of them, yeah. I feel like the uh, part of them is, it's, like, Gen it's, X. It's, 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 okay, Generation Alpha is the mm. children of the zillennials, the Gen Xers and millennials. Like they're like they're in, they're in that weird end of Gen X, beginning of millennials. Like they don't belong to either. Yeah, I can see that because that's like a, a Gen Al- uh, Gen Alpha thing, and like Gen Beta hasn't come around yet. No, so. I really this is in the next ten years. Yeah, yeah, when our generation definitely should have had kids by and just really won't. Gener- generation beta is going to be small. <laughs> it's just going to be small. Like it's going to be real small. And Oh my God. My, my friend sent me a video today and it was like this, like this guy, he's like late twenties, early thirties interviewing this little kid about like the nineties. Mm-hmm. And this kid is like, everyone who was born in the nineties is dead now. What? He's like, people in the 90s didn't have street signs. <laughs> street signs? Street signs? That is... What? That is the weirdest thing to pick out. Like, generation... You know, like, or like the, the 90s kids, like, didn't have cell phones, or the 90s kids didn't have, like... No, we didn't have street signs, apparently. Like computers, or something like that. Like, computers and, like, cell phones. Yeah, okay, sure. But street signs. This kid thinks street signs is a 21st century invention, a 22nd century invention. Like, a 20... Like, 30s invention? Like, what the like, fuck? And then, kids, the, and then like, the interviewer asked him, he's like, what do you think about the kid, you know, people born in the 80s? He's like, oh, that's the Stone Age. Huh. <laughs> this fucking kid. <laughs> like, I want to... Huh. And then the interview asked him, he's like, how old do you think I am? And the kid's like, 52. <laughs> mm. Let me send you this video because it's like... Yes. Like, <laughs> when does he think street signs were invented? Like... Apparently the moment he was like born. Like the year 2000? Like, <clears throat> it's just... Does he not know how years work? Like, I, like, does he think that the 1990s were like a thousand years ago? Probably because people now reference the was it Gen Z now references as us the 1900s? as like the late yeah the late 1900s. Yeah. Go fuck yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I I genuinely hope nobody ever actually says that to my face because it just. <laughs> uh-huh. I want you to record whatever happens when someone you'll, you'll know it'll face. end up on the news. Like you'll know, Florida, Florida woman, <laughs> psychotic old Florida woman apparently <laughs> punches child in face repetitively, then feeds him to crocodile. That'll be the headline. Why did she do such a thing? Because he said I was born in the 1900s. She's like, yeah, no. They're classifying us with the same time frame as, like, the moon landing. (laughs) World War One. I'm... You don't understand that... Dude... So you're going to say that Google was invented in the 1900s? That could be from like the 20s to the 90s. Like when? What period of the 1900s? When did Google come about? I think it was the 95? Like early 90s. Huh. All right. I guess I should probably start the episode proper now. All right. Well, without further ado, let us begin our descent into Twilight. All right. Let's go. So right off the bat, we're starting, like, the very first scene, and it just immediately starts with this weird uh, imagery of, like, a deer and a lake, and it's getting hunted by, like, somebody you can't really see, and Bella talking about death. And I feel like that just sets the mood for the bizarreness that is the entire 
first movie of Twilight. Who do you think that was? What do I think what was? The person that grabbed the deer. Like, who do I think it was? Yeah, it's gotta be one of the Cullens. Otherwise, you know, James and yeah. them aren't gonna be growing for deer. My assumption is that it's Edward. Just for the fact of, like, <clears throat> it's a deer running through the woods, which I assume is supposed to be representing Bella, who, because huh. it's being like tracked by a predator and the predator is edward of course, and like then... going after bella which it's accurate on many levels because really one edward is a predator <laughs> he is an apex he is an apex predator he is and a not vampire. just because yeah he's like, not just freaking, because... like he's like ted bundy he likes to watch you sleep well like he's a predator on many levels he's a predator in the fact that he's a vampire he's a predator in like the weird psychopathic ted bundy way that he stalks you he's also just a predator for the fact that he's 117 and this is a minor <laughs> like every level of predator is like ever. you're 117 you couldn't wait till she was like just a year older to start dating like, her i'm sorry the age gap is a hundred years like what does that say about me where i want my 500 year old fake king or prince to come find me yeah but you're not 17 that's so true that's i'm not fine. i'm not 17 that's fine because you're not 17 you're also not 18 and you're not 19 like you're at least you've gotten past the teenage years i feel like there's something really wrong if you're still a teenager and like this 500 year old dude is still interested in you like anything past like 24 i it's like fine but at 16 17 which is the age bella is in the beginning of this book a hundred fucking years is too many years that is a long time like i'm down for like the immortals and like the 500 year old dudes and like thousand year old dudes like whatever yeah absolutely you know much time I could spend just listening to somebody tell me a lot about history from back oh then. Oh my god. Yeah, and like absolutely when it comes to that, like if you want to give me somebody several centuries old, <laughs> absolutely. So you have oh, artifacts from that time? Please. Yeah, like I'm me. literally just going to ask them to just describe every day <laughs> day by day of what they did for hundreds of years. Like, I am not and a sexual being, but I you will turn me on with all this history information. <laughs> Like, just sit there and just tell me, like, what what was it really like? Like, what were the clothes like? What was the social structure like? Like, what is this, that, and the other thing? It's like, are you old enough that civilizations don't exist anymore? Tell me about those. I could write another thesis. Like, let's go. I don't think I could quote or use somebody as a citation if they were still alive. <laughs> Based on somebody's firsthand accounts of a society that no longer exists. Not without risk of turning them into a lab rat. That's true, yeah. But to answer your original question, I do think it was Edward catching the deer in the very beginning. And I do think that just represents him as every level of predator that he is. That's just, all right, I'll, I'll go with it. It's just setting, like, here is, here's everything you need to know about Twilight in the first two minutes of the movie. <laughs> it's like, she's a deer with the instincts of a frightened deer. Deer in headlights. In headlights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> frightened deer because she has the worst instincts on the planet. And Edward is a predator on every possible level. That's pretty much all you need. We could end this episode here. <laughs> <laughs> We're like 30 seconds in. It's like we could just end the episode here. That's all you need to know about Twilight. This <laughs> is just, he's a predator. She has the common sense of wildlife. So. <laughs> On another note, why is she holding a cactus? With, with a why is she holding a, with a, a trowel, yeah, a trowel that's that's twice that's... as big as the cactus? Like, there was no actual thought process when they handed Christian Stewart these props was to be like, isn't it kind of weird to hand to this girl a cactus that this pot, like the cactus definitely already came in this pot. And because it is the same size and didn't just to hand her a trowel twice as large as the pot, let alone the cactus. And it's just like, what is she going to do? It's, it's just one scoop and she'd take literally everything out of it. It's the dumbest thing. Although they just, they just literally just went to a garden shop, picked shit up and just handed it to her. Like, yeah, no the Home no Depot thought. and be like, here, hold this. 
She's also wearing layers in the desert. It's fucking Phoenix. Why are you wearing flannel? Like, she's wearing... She's not wearing layers to, like, cover up from being sunburnt. She's wearing she's a just flannel wearing, long sleeve. She, yeah, she's wearing a flannel long sleeve over what looks like a, like a long jong style, like, uh, long sleeve shirt. And it's just like, why are you wearing... And it's... We established this at some point that it is March when she gets there. <laughs> so... Why are you wearing layers in March in the desert? Like, no. Like, not, I like, will so, admit like, it does get pretty chilly in the desert, but like March? That's like, you, March you can go like in a the light. Middle of the day. Yeah, you can go like a light long sleeve with like a tank top underneath and some shorts and you're good. Yeah. And it's just like, you do not need to be out there in multiple layers with your little cactus and your giant <laughs> trowel. And it's just, no. I mean, I will give it a little credit just because of the fact that back then, layers was like a fashion thing don't like, remind me I'm everybody just if you weren't wearing two shirts minimum as like your base layer there was something wrong like you had to wear the long sleeve and then you wore the t-shirt over it you wore the camisole was... underneath that went down you know that went down below your ass you wore your uh-huh. t-shirt over that and then you wore your nice shirt over that so you had like three fucking layers above your pants be like uh-huh. yeah i'm ready to go out with the with, like the oversized belt hanging off of the corner yep Yep, that's pretty. So I guess I'll give them some credit. Is the fact that she's in layers is pretty accurate. Accurate for the fashion time. This accurate. Stupid in reality. Yeah, it's not accurate for location. True. Pause it. Okay, I as many times as I've watched this movie, and it it is a fair number of times, and not just because we keep having technical issues. (laughs) When they're driving down the street. And they drive by that statue of the bear. Of the bear with yeah, the fish? Yeah, like, that is such, for one thing, that's just, like, a, such a stereotypical thing of, like, of Oregon. and Mountain town. Yeah, of Oregon and Washington just as a whole, because you're not going to go anywhere that doesn't have a statue, a wooden carved statue of a bear in some format. Like, that is just. We have that here, too. You go, like, two hours up into yeah. the mountains, the Lake Arrowhead, and Big Bear, there's yeah, bears. Yeah, it's just wooden bears and it's just i don't know why but that's just a northwestern thing it's wooden bears which is you know what that's fine i have never noticed up until this point i do believe that as somebody it is either a wooden statue or to somebody in a costume of a sasquatch oh god i got it oh my god i see it it is a either a person or a statue of a sasquatch and i have never noticed that until just now Let's see. I rewinded it. Yep, there it is. That looks like a statue. That looks like a, it looks like a statue. That is a statue of a Sasquatch sitting down. That is a sitting down Sasquatch statue next to a statue of a bear with a salmon in its mouth. And... I can't tell. I guess a hawk next to that? It, or an eagle? I was going to say oh, it like was hawk. an eagle, but it looks like it has an ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't figure out what it is. Like, it looks, what, this yeah, right here? it looks like it has an ass. I think it has its tail. Yeah, but like, if you look directly by the mirror, it looks like, is that a tail and like a leg? Because that is the weirdest <laughs> shape. So no, no bird's tail just curves around like an ass shape like that before going down. Like, no. But yeah, that is the very first time I've ever noticed the fact that there's a Sasquatch statue. All right. Off to strong start. Just give your dad the compliments. Let him have Honestly. it. Your, your hair's longer. I cut it. Just the man's trying. Yeah. I guess it just depends on how much of a length difference. It just depends on... Why is she holding the cactus? She Obviously, she carried it as her carry-on for the plane, right? Like, that's what she do. Her personal yeah, item? It's yeah, it's just... Is she carry... Why? Why did they let her on the plane? How is that not a cactus? weapon? How is carrying a cactus on a plane not a weapon? Like, come on. Could you imagine just her getting pissed off and just, like, shoving a full cactus in somebody's face? Because you know that's what we would do. Someone's not leaving you alone. Just shove it yeah, in their face. Like, eat spikes! Just, why, why, did she, she had to have taken it on the plane. 
and I don't understand one how they let her two why and three you couldn't have just bought a cactus there like everywhere sells cactuses like come on now can you get a cactus where it's it's never sunny I'm sure you could probably go to like a store and just buy one like I could go to a Walmart up there buy a cactus a Walmart I mean I could buy anything at a Walmart so you could buy a cactus I'm sure true as we established earlier okay she's coming to this school in the middle of March semesters usually end in the end of May okay she couldn't have waited mm-hmm. December and May waited until May two months to finish the school year and then just start in September like a normal fucking person. She had to go a vast no, majority of no. the way through her school year. And she said that she moved because like her mom and her stepdad wanted her to mom go, and her mom wanted to go travel with her stepdad while he did minor league baseball stuff. And step yeah, his like league or whatever is starting and shit like that. So it's like we gotta yeah. go start. And she wanted baseball. to go with him and like the traveling and everything. Her mom, yeah, her mom is a literal child. child. Like, oh, like for one thing, Bella is at this point sixteen, seventeen ish. Uh, I think she's seventeen. You can't leave your seventeen-year-old daughter alone home for like a couple of weeks out of the time. A totally boring seventeen-year-old, most boring seventeen-year-old ever, and you can't leave her. What is she gonna do? Read. She's gonna, she's yeah, she's a literal saltine of a human. Like, she's what the rebellious thing she would do is stay up too late to read. Like, no, you can leave this girl alone. But also, what kind of person is your mother that she can't manage to keep her shit together for two months until your daughter goes on summer vacation? Like, my God. And then you can transfer schools. Also, how this could not have been easy transferring schools in the middle yeah. of the of like, the school year. From Phoenix yeah, to oh, yeah. Washington. States hate transferring <clears throat> students because, like, I did my first year of being uh, of ninth grade. I did it homeschooled, and I did my first year, <laughs> and w- I went to go to an actual school, and they're like, um, no, we don't really like this. We're going to make you do ninth grade over. So I had to do ninth grade over because they just didn't happen to like it. It was from the texas like school system to another texas school system and they're like no i'm like what is wrong with you and then when i went to graduate with my undergrad and they had transferred all of my credits from my associate's degree which i got in houston and then i got i was doing my bachelor's in uh, here in florida and they're like um actually and they told me this literally in the middle of my last semester like, there's a couple of these credits we don't really want to take, and all of a sudden at the last minute, and so you might have to take some of these classes again. I'm like, absolutely not. I'm like, why? And they're like, well, <laughs> once in, like, other states might have different criteria than we do, and, like, no, 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 no. I was so pissed. Like, I had to get on the phone with my other school, and they got pissed because they were offended about it. Because... <laughs> so what I did is I just, like, I, I took my old school and my new school, and I just pit them against each other, like, here, fight it out. <laughs> and it worked out in my favor because I got all the transfer credits I, that I needed. But it was credits that were already sorted out for the most part. And then they were just like, well, maybe not. And I'm just like, well, maybe fuck you. So I just, I called up the school in Houston. And I'm like, yeah, they said that like maybe your guys' criteria is different. And like, just, yeah, I basically kind of played that angle of like, they seem to just not think your school's good enough. And sh- the lady on the phone I'm sorry, Florida South does not like your Texas South. But, like, the lady on the phone was so offended. Like, I I made sure I was, like, super overt about it and whatever. But, like, oh, yeah, they just don't think you're good enough. I just kind of, like, played into, like, the wording they had used. And (laughs) she was just like, we'll get this sorted. We'll call you back. And it was, like, 30 minutes. It was sorted. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, uh don't don't mess with Texas, all right? Like, it's not the greatest state in the world, but don't mess with Texas. (laughs) But I still think it's the dumbest thing in the world that they, Bella couldn't wait two fucking months. Two months. Who does that? No no sane person actually does it. No sane school system is going to let you in two months before you're supposed to be done. Like, no. Don't do that. Don't be stupid. Yeah. It's just dumb. Like, who thinks it's a good idea to let this girl play volleyball? 
She looks like the most awkward human being on the planet. Like, why would you- why would you hand her a possible weapon to be used? Oh, we're- we're doing sports now. No, thank you. No. I will hit somebody in the back of the head. Oh, it was hilarious. There was one time in high school where we had, we were playing soccer. Okay, we weren't really playing soccer. They had the girls in the gym and the boys out in the in the yard in the field. And uh, they're just like, it's we don't give a shit today. So it's like here, they unloaded like six different soccer balls in the gym and just let us girls go ham. <laughs> All right, just just run around kicking a ball, trying to make a goal, whatever. Yeah. The ball came to me, and I kicked it, and one of my better kicks because I actually got it off the ground. <laughs> okay. And, but it went smack in the face of this of this of our grades MVP. Okay. Smack in her face, Ooh. and I'm just like, please don't kill me. I am so sorry. I'm not coordinated. Usually, usually these sports balls are hitting me in the back of the head, no matter where I go. The one time I fucking launch it, it goes into the MVP's face. I'm so sorry. Oh, and well, you're still alive, so there's that. I'm still alive. She was just like, I, it's fine. I'm like, okay. Like, are you sure? Because <laughs> it doesn't sound like it should be. I've taken a, I've taken a, a, a dodgeball to the face before. And I've got soccer balls, basketballs, footballs. Yeah, I went when I was in uh, summer camp at one point and we were playing like dodgeball and some idiot kid on the other side from across the gym instead of throwing it like a normal person decides he's just gonna drop it and then just kick it as hard as humanly possible and it just hits me square in the face and just hits like like directly on my glasses and everything and just shove my glasses into my face and like the little like nose bridge thing on your glasses just like jams into like the corner of my eyes and I just immediately just turned around and just like walked away and I just sat down and I'm just like everything about my face hurts so bad. Just so oh bad. God. And I'm just sitting there and just thinking to myself, don't cry in a gymnasium full of people. Don't cry because it hurts so much. <laughs> and the kid one comes running over to me. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He's like, I kicked it. And I'm like, yeah, you're only supposed to throw it. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> he's like, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. I remember one time we were we were walking towards the cafeteria slash gym because mm-hmm. they were connected. And there, they had built a, like a little, not a little, but they had built a new uh, basketball court mm-hmm. in this weird like area between like elementary side and you know cafeteria and gym side. Yeah. And some kids were playing basketball, and or was it soccer? One or the other. And me minding my own business, I do not know these kids. Like they are younger than me. Ball in the back of the head. Fun. I'm just like, this shit finds me. Kids are pieces of shit, though. Like, just default. No, it's just, it shit finds me. If I'm anywhere near someone playing sports involving a ball, that ball will find me. Good to know. Like, if you and I ever go into a public space and people are playing with, like, a ball, I'm just gonna, like, a 10 foot. <laughs> I'm just gonna stand about 10 feet away from you. How's that? Just, just, just keep my distance. Just to, just for my own professional sports. Professional sports, no, nothing, because they know what they're doing. I'm not going to get hit in the face with a hockey puck. Hasn't happened. So what you're saying is that we shouldn't walk through a college campus together because you're liable oh God, to no. take a frisbee to no. the face. No, I don't want to. I, I avoided college sports like the fucking plague. Good to know. If I see anybody playing ultimate frisbee, I'm going to take a <laughs> wide berth from you. <laughs> Just a minimum 20 feet, basically, is what I'm hearing. It will find me. All right. Good to know. It's good to know. You are a sports hazard, but not when you're I, uh... playing. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's just when other people are playing in your vicinity. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's That's good to know. There's something about Robert Pattinson's face that just makes me go, no. (laughs) Okay, no, wait, pause it. (laughs) 
first reaction of seeing the Collins, for one thing, why are they all wearing matching clothing with the exception of Edward? Edward. Like, they're all wearing white except Edward, which is real, real weird. But also... Well, don't you know we have to make him stand out as the main character? Also, we got to reflect on his brooding mood because if he hasn't eaten in five days. And there's also just the fact that, like, <laughs> look, as, as a person, I am extraordinarily pale. The <laughs> level of white makeup that they had to put on this man to erase the sun ever having existed <laughs> is real serious. Like, just the layer upon layer of makeup that this man has to wear just to make that stand out now it does help the fact that they've got like that blue instagram filter over everything i know a stupid fucking like filter which makes his hair stand out but everything's tinted with like blue for some reason which is really weird but we also have to just take into account the fact that the collins when they first walk through the doors of the school and like they have that first moment of like being there for one thing, as they're being described, they can just fully hear you. Right. And I'm not even sure you needed to be a vampire just to fully hear somebody talking about you as you walk, walk past right their by table. them. But also, I'm pretty sure at this point the Cullens are just being weird on purpose. Like Alice just fucking twirls in the middle of the cafeteria like a weirdo. Alice gives like, no fucking shits because she's like, I know what's gonna happen. I can see the future. Everything is fine. La di da di da. Like literally like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it's They're like she vampires. Know be a they don't care. Also, totally fucking off topic and random, but why is there a flag of Greece in this cafeteria? And I think that's what Iran? Yeah, they have like every flag in this cafeteria. I don't know why. Like normally like colleges and things do that, like they hang flags of like what? places their students have been from. Town but... of 3,000 people in the middle of Washington have a flag with Greece on You'd it. You'd be what lucky if this whole school has 300 people in it. Who the fuck is Greek living here? <laughs> yeah, like, no, they get a lot of foreign exchange students <laughs> in, in Forks, Washington. Yeah. No, absolutely. I have no idea why there's that many flags. It is one of the weirder things. What's it not quite as weird, however, as the salad bar <laughs> in the middle of their cafeteria. I'm so sorry, but no high school has a functioning salad bar. No, no public, public high, school high school has a functioning salad For one thing, say you li- you have a weird school and you have a salad bar. All right. It's a public school. That salad is either just radioactive <laughs> has turned into moss or goop at this point, is infested with bugs and or rats, or it's just it's empty and has just always been empty since anyone has ever gone to that school like that is your two options is disgusting and infested or has just always been empty they change out the contents every month like just once a month and it's just more expired stuff like you just got more expired things put in there like nobody eats this and in all honesty no high schooler eats a salad no Nobody should trust high schoolers not to fuck with it. Like, I went to a school of 3,000 people. You would have put a salad bar in there. People would have been throwing all kinds of shit in there. Like, they've been pouring, like, drinks in there and soda and spitting in it and just, like, all kinds of disgusting things. Like, you cannot trust teenagers around open salad bars. Like, it's just in the middle of their cafeteria, unsupervised. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. Like, I don't know what the food quality is where you went to high school it wasn't great the food quality where i went to high school um i once ate uh they had a baked potato and i had the cheese and like i ate the baked potato and the cheese that was on top of it was so hot it actually burned the roof of my mouth to the point that several layers of skin from the roof of my mouth came off in the middle of my in the like the next class i was in because i was eating and i went to class right afterwards and i'm like what is this in my mouth and it is the roof lining of my mouth yeah that's how hot it was it burned my mouth and because i had to eat it so quickly because we had 25 minutes for lunch i spent 20 of it in line yeah trying to get food same with and, us yeah and so you only have half an hour for eat. lunch spend most of it spend most of it in line and sometimes guess what we wouldn't even make it to the end of the line to get our yeah. food before the bell rang yep 
Absolutely. It's the way it was. Mm -hmm. I only ate the food at the school for that first week. And then after that happened, that was the last day I ate the food there. It burns the roof of my mouth. And I'm just sitting in class like, yeah, that's that's the roof lining of Question. my mouth. When, okay, I don't know if they did this with you in elementary, but for us in elementary, we were not allowed to leave our table in the cafeteria until everybody on our at our table, which was our basically our entire grade, everybody at our table had to have finished their food before we were allowed to leave the table. I have n- absolutely never heard of that. <laughs> but then again, then again, I didn't go to an elementary school, so I have no baseline of reference for that. That does sound super fucking weird, though. I gotta say, Were I can understand maybe like your, yeah, okay, homeschooled first through sixth grade. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, uh, yeah. elementary, we were all walked from our classrooms, uh, in double file. So like boys on one side, girls on the other, shortest to tallest. We would walk to the cafeteria. We would get our lunches, sit at our designated like grade tables. And we were not allowed to leave until everyone had finished their food. Does lunch become longer (laughs) the slower you eat? No. What's with that fucking, like, inhaling her lower lip? Oh, the part where, like, she just puts her whole, like, her whole bottom lip. Like, I've never seen anyone actually bite their lip as much as Bella does. And it's just inhaling part of her own face every time she does it like it throughout the entire movie she just continuously bites her lip progressively more i'm just surprised like it doesn't bleed it's not chapped or like whatever she's just over there just like gnawing on her own flesh she was totally ready to be a vampire already oh as soon as she figured out what edward was she's like please motherfucker just bite me turn me i don't want to stay human she leads such a boring life already. She really wants an eternity to be this boring. <laughs> like, really? You want an entire eternity to be this level of dull? Uh, all right, sure. Okay. All the books she could read, all the cacti she could deplant, depot, and plant. I mean, the book part sounds pretty cool, though. I might actually get around to reading some classics in a couple hundred years, right? Dracula's only been out for I don't know how long and finally read it. Yeah. It's only been 300 years. Yeah, might read the Frankenstein. I have Dracula, Frankenstein, Jekyll and Hyde, um, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan. Yeah. Dorian Gray. I have all of these and I have not read them. Same. I've got a bunch of I've got a bunch of classics that I just I like when I moved them. to Philly I had brought I had brought with me all like the classic stories. Yeah, I'm just like I'm gonna have nothing to do but time to read. So yeah. I'm gonna read these classics I've been putting off for forever. And what I do I went and bought more, new books. Yeah, I mean you <laughs> went and worked at a bookstore, so like yeah, it's just the worst like thing to do when you're trying to be productive. And you know I had no reading. shelves in my dorm room, so I had put some of my books on top of the like the, the space heater. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is not a good idea. Because if I turn it on, I'm going to burn my books. But guess what? Burn the books. Not worried about burning your house down and dying. Just burning the books. Yes. But guess fucking what? (laughs) The heater never worked. So I was fucking freezing in that dorm in the middle of winter. Your heater didn't work when we were snowed in our houses for three days? No, no. This is at the dorm. At the dorm on campus. The heater never worked. It was a giant space heater. And it never worked. I was... I'd That's wake gonna... up in the middle of the night just shivering, no matter how many yeah. blankets I had. It's so cold. Like, it's so fucking cold in Philly. What the fuck? It's snowing outside. I'm just like, it's fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> it's not fine. No. fine. It's not fine. <laughs> yeah, stand right in front of the, of the fan. Just waft your scent towards him <laughs> you're unwashed i haven't washed for days smell <laughs> that face of like oh god it stinks he's so offended <laughs> like how bad do i reek he's like pushing the shit towards me it's like okay. with, her, with his knuckles who does that? 
Also, he does not have to breathe from his nose for a while. Okay, yeah, pause it. We should talk about that. (laughs) The fuck is his face? So, Edward's smelling Bella for the first time. For one thing, he walked directly by her in the cafeteria. Like, really. And there's your shit. Nothing happened then. Absolutely nothing happens. But then, that first moment of walking into the classroom. For one thing, why do you need a fan in Washington? Just probably don't need one in the middle of this classroom with this many windows. <laughs> this classroom ha- is just one wall of windows in this movie, which nicest biology classroom I've ever seen, by the way. And he smells her. This is a man who does not have to breathe. He does not need to breathe unless he is talking, which was in fact established as canon in Breaking Dawn when they were like swimming through the water and he was just good because he didn't have to breathe. So... Just exhale, dude. Just exhale. You're fine. Just <laughs> exhale. Don't breathe. Just really. I'm look. I don't know how good like Bella smells to like a vampire or to Edward especially. Apparently, like, it's mouth watering. Okay, yeah, but like, how many times have you smelled mouth watering food and you've never been tempted to murder <laughs> for it before? Like, I mean. Genuinely, I like seriously. How out. good does this girl have to smell? Because every vampire who smells her blood or gets her scent wants her. James, Emmett, Jasper fucking loses it. Like everybody mm-hmm. wants her. Like what? What does she smell like? Cocaine? Like I just <laughs> feel like at no point have I ever been hungry enough that like <laughs> I I walked by a steakhouse and thought I'm gonna murder whoever is holding that steak. Like no. You have never been that hungry where you're just walking by a steakhouse and you're just like, hmm, I'm going to go murder dudes. Like, no. That's Get a cute little family together. sitting in the in the back, back patio over there. I'd be ashamed if I be ashamed if I stabbed the dad in the neck with his knife and just stole his steak. Yeah, like, <laughs> no. Just exhale and move on with your life how this man has had a hundred years to practice his self-control get your shit together right just get your shit together i feel like renee is a really weird character choice for like bella's mom it doesn't she doesn't really seem to make sense with just bella as a whole because nothing about her really is reflected in bella's character at all and she's just so like polar opposite of her but then again Charlie is kind of polar opposite of Bella too in in some ways except for the you know extreme stoicism but I don't know I just feel like Renee's a weird character choice in this you know when developing Bella's family if I ever heard my mom tell me as an excuse that her power cord just ran away <laughs> I I'd be like who are you and what have you done with my mother like what you are my mother. Yeah. And that is an excuse own... for of a 10-year-old. Yeah, who doesn't own more than one power cord, by the way? Like, come on. How many power cords do you own? Also, that's the weirdest fucking way, way to hold, hold the phone. phone. I know. It's like a brick in her hand. It's like... And I'm just so far she's... away from your face to no, have... No, she, she's holding it like a tape, like one of those, um, like, rec- like voice recorders. Yeah. Like she's like gonna like give like an autopsy report, holding on to it like day one. Did our, did our phones back then even have speaker functions? I don't recall that Maybe. type of phone having a speaker fo- function. I think they did. I don't actually. I don't fucking remember. I don't uh-huh. have any of my old phones to check either. Um, I do. Like I own my old phones, but I don't have like I have an old flip phone. Set me. But, like, it doesn't have a call ability where I can check it, so. <laughs> Unless I wanted to call 911 be like, I just want to see if the speaker on this phone works. 911, what's your emergency? Just, just want to check something, that's all. Sorry. I just wanted to see if my speaker works. Ma'am, ma'am, this line is only for emergency. It was emergency of the imagination, I'm sorry. with the movie i do have to point out because i feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't if we didn't mention it so the collins every day come to school and they buy lunch and they eat none of it and they leave it on the table just open and as is 
Like at one point during this movie, you look at their table. There is a peeled banana <laughs> with the banana, the naked banana part just face down on the table with the actual part that's still covered in the banana peel off the table. Like, I know it's been a while for some of them since they've been human. And I know Alice just doesn't remember being human ever. But at no point should you have ever thought that, hey, let's just put raw naked banana on the table. On a high school table. On a high school table that has absolutely never been washed. But they also just buy food and then just don't eat it, which is way really more. Really sus. They, really I know sus. they do it to like, so if they're not suspicious about the fact that they don't eat. That just it's makes more suspicious. suspicious that you spend money every single day and you don't eat any of the food. You just throw it away. Like, just bring a pack, a fake packed lunch. Literally, bring, bring a brown, a like bring, yeah. bring a lunchbox, whether it's a brown bag or a regular like, cute little lunchbox, bring it. Fill it with cups of blood like that you just sucked out of a deer, yeah. so you like, don't go hungry. Just and no one's gonna fucking question what you're drinking out of a sippy cup. Like no one's gonna ask. Just like who doesn't own one of those like dark like water bottles with like little straw things in it? Just there you go. Nobody in the history of time is gonna ask you like to see physically see what you're drinking, <laughs> right? Or to take it from these people. Don't even talk to the Collins anyway. What are they worried <laughs> is going to happen? Somebody's gonna take it and take a sip for them? Like no, <laughs> nobody's gonna do that because nobody's that psycho. Whether or not it's vamp from vampires or just normal people, like nobody's just gonna fucking take your drink and just take a drink out of it. Like especially for people you don't know. Like what do they think is gonna happen? Just bring a fake lunch, especially considering the fact that Esme is like a stay-at-home mom. I think it kind of like gives like the weird thing of like, well, okay, at least with those in a small town full of gossiping people, because you know they gossip. You know they gossip. Town of three thousand people, they have nothing better to do but talk about everybody. They have absolutely nothing better to do than talk about the fact that Esme's kids have to like buy their own lunches and that she doesn't make them. And it's just like, oh, well, what does she do then? The like, I can absolutely hear those middle-aged people be like, oh, well, what does she do? The Stepford wives are going to start questioning, like, what does yeah. Esme do? Yeah, and it's just like, just be, <clears throat> and like, if you are a stay-at-home mom or whatever, like, you don't have to make your kids lunch. Like, that's just not something you have to do. But in a town of 3,000 people, there's nothing else to talk about. And they're going to talk about the fact that your kids never eat lunch. They buy it, don't eat it. Like, <laughs> At the very least, you should have be having teachers and things like intervening for like anorexia or something <laughs> like that. Like, are your kids okay? They buy lunch every day, but they never eat any of it. They just throw it away. It's either oh, that yes, or people are going to be they're like, all they're, they're, they're all allergic to what? Everything. Then why did they buy it? It's just like, why did they buy it if they're allergic to it? Or if they don't want to eat it, is our food not good enough for them? Like, just so many things that are, would just be solved if you just didn't bring any food. Like, it's not unusual for kids not to bring food. Like, it, when I was in high school, at least half the people there just either they just didn't have food. Like, they waited until they got home or whatever to eat. Or they just couldn't afford it. It's just like, it's just not that weird. It's just not that weird just not to bring food. No, it's not. It's just don't. It's weirder that you buy food and never eat it and or leave it away. the raw, unpackaged food directly on the table. That's weirder. That's much weirder. It's so suspicious. Emmett is still my favorite. Jasper's still mine. Emmett's, Emmett's the alpha hole that I want. Like Big, <laughs> brooding, muscled, you know, we'll flip a car over and use it like a base as a baseball bat because someone looked at me wrong. That's fair. <laughs> That's valid and fair. See, Jasper's more my style, like the moody and Quiet, then, like reserved. And the complete capability <laughs> to just destroy an army. I just realized she's wearing like gray makeup too around her eyes. I was wondering if she's wearing makeup or that's just how pale she is and that's just how her eyes look. Like you can see Looks the blood. Like poorly put on makeup. It, it actually does, yeah. Like you, you missed a couple spots. 
-hmm. So much twitching. She looks so uncomfortable answering the most basic questions. He looks uncomfortable standing there in silence. <laughs> well, he's so used to hearing everyone's thoughts. So, like, hearing nothing from her is, like... I think maybe he's just a super awkward creature. <laughs> too. He is a super awkward creature. Who says that? Who notices that? That's so creepy of you to notice what color his eyes were and then to mention it. It's the you fluorescence. Saw, yeah, yep. you saw him once for like 30 minutes and he didn't want to look at you most of it. But no. So yeah, you noticed what color his eyes were. Yeah, you noticed that and apparently fluorescent lights have the ability to, uh, you know, change light eye color. Yeah, like the contacts. Yeah, know how to change them from like black to gold. So <laughs> also like, like the amber color that they portray in the movies just isn't an unnatural color. Like, that's just a color of people's eyes. Like, why would that be weird? Just like, some people's eyes are, like, super dark, and then some people have, like, brown, like, golden-ish hey, eyes. Yeah. yeah, so, like, why is that noteworthy enough for you to mention? And you definitely didn't spend enough time with him to know what color his eyes were. At all. It's such a weird thing to just say and note. I mean, if it had been, like, two weeks and she said something, then I get it. Like, you've interacted with him an enough times. Yeah. After, but like, like the 30 one minutes, class, the yeah. one class, and then he's been gone for, like, what, a week, two weeks, and then he come back and like, your eyes are different. It's like, how the fuck do you know? No. Yes, it's like, how stalkery were you when you were staring at me, like, that you noticed what color my eyes were and then remembered for, like, a week? Like it's it's just very weird, but then again, this whole their whole relationship is just weird. This so whole hey. story, this whole plot line is weird. Yeah, it's true too. Ah, uh, yes, the famous car crash scene. Just, I clearly see you standing Staring at me across, across the parking lot between two rows of cars, and I spot at least. Eight cars in between. You can't tell me that you were standing just right next to me. No, you weren't. There was nobody next to me. And just okay, walks you have, away. You have to pause it, yeah. Walks away. I love it. Like, the car crash scene happens, like, and everybody's rushing towards her because I think that she just got hit with a car. He fully just jumps over in plain sight her own car and just walks off like everyone standing there just saw you do that dude like everybody saw you jump over that car and just stand right and, like no at least in the books like he stands there and like doesn't just like vanish but because he like doesn't he also like undent the car yeah he undents well it, it left a handprint and he just smoothed out the dent so it was just solid rather than like a handprint ah. and uh i can't believe i remember that from watching the or from reading the uh leaked script of midnight sun <laughs> when it originally leaked all those years ago oh, i was i was so enthralled and so pissed that it wasn't like a finished copy yeah. i'm like i want to know more even though I've read it was twilight. better than twilight in a lot of studios it was it was just like all right bella was portrayed as a much more interesting person from Edward's perspective yeah. than Bella's own perspective. Yeah, only Bella is aware of how boring Bella is, and especially <laughs> we got the most boring perspective to see it from. Did you ever read the Twilight graphic novels that came out, the official ones? No. I I read the ones for Twilight much better than the book. They make of course they both of these characters realistic and interesting and good-looking. I really think every once in a while that the Collins should just change up the family dynamic in the way that they do it. Like, why is Carlisle always the dad? He doesn't even look like he's that old. And even in the in the books, he doesn't look like he's that old. Like, why at some point can't they just split the households a bit? Like, and everybody, like, they should go to college. 
And she can't tell me that uh, Carlisle can't pass as like a, a PhD student. Oh no, he could definitely pass for a PhD student. Yeah, and like they could separate the families out a little bit. Like for one thing, all of the married couples could just have their own place for a also, little while. Also, if they're in college, no one gives a shit if they never and show up on campus. Nobody gives a shit if they don't eat. Nobody gives a <laughs> shit if, like, they don't show up. In all honesty, they don't even have to enroll in the school. Just go to a large town or large city and say you're enrolled there. Nobody's going to check. It's Nobody's so much gonna easier check. to blend in in a big city than it is in a small town. Yeah, because in the small town, everybody's going to know who you are. Like, I live in Orlando, and I worked at the same bookstore for six years. And once I quit, I never ran into a single person I ever met there, <laughs> ever. For like the past, I haven't worked there in a year. I have never run into any of those people, customer or employee. Like, you're not going to come across these people if you just live in the big city. Nobody cares. If you just want something to do with your life, that's I the way to do it. I live in the same neighborhood since I was born, and I barely know my neighbors. Like, I know yeah. them, my left and my right, and that's about all I interact with. Yeah, and in all honesty, start at the point where, like, if you want to go through, like, the different <laughs> life stages or whatever, which is just stupid... Start at, like, doing your associate's degree and, like, go to, like, the local community college and then go to, like, the larger university if you want to and then just go through all the stages. In all honesty, styling and, like, hairstyling can change the way you look quite a lot. So you could probably, you could feasibly make yourself look from, like, 18 to, like, your upper 20s, your early 30s easily and just not actually be aging. And a little bit of makeup would do that just fine, too. Oh, yeah. It's just, like, just because, like, I understand that the contacts, like, get uh, destroyed by the venom that they have in their bodies really fast. So you can't change the color of your eyes. But you could put makeup on to change how old you look. So if you really wanted to go through the life stages, you could. I like the part where he's talking to her in the hospital and he's just like, nobody's going to believe you when she tells him. And they're just like, I saw you standing there. It's like, they just, just he really just started the gaslighting ASAP. Oh, yeah. Like, right out the gate. He's just like, oh, well, no, you're wrong. And there he is in her room staring at her. Yeah, like the very next scene after the <laughs> gaslighting starts is him standing in her bedroom watching her sleep like a creepy, creepy stalker man. <laughs> It's just like, and then in like Midnight Sun, you le- you learn that like he used to just stand outside her house, and then he got to like watching her and everything, and it's just like, wow, you just you upped that real fast. You went from watching her outside her house to breaking into her house to breaking in a nerd. Definitely the bad guy, you creepy, creepy stalker man. <laughs> and I love how the fact that just. He's telling her he's dangerous and he's telling her that you should stay away and like telling her to like leave him alone and everything. And just him actually telling you that it's like the biggest physical red flags humanly possible. And she's just like, but I want to be friends anyway, but I think we should be. And it's just like, well, I mean, you don't really have a choice. He's stalking you, but (laughs) like you don't get a choice, even though he told you you should stay away from him. But you're just like, I'm going to ignore all of these severe red flags. And I'm going to go after this dude hard. Like, she's not even pursuing him one bit. He just keeps coming after her. And she's just like, can I help you? Like, you clearly don't like me, but you keep coming back. It's, they have such a toxic (laughs) relationship. Okay, guys, I think this is where we're going to end this episode. As much as I've enjoyed the episodes of Stalker Man and Saltine Girl. We've had enough for one day. Yeah, I think we've had enough for one day. And we will continue these riveting adventures in uh, next Part two. Yeah, in part two. So come check out part two. And um, we can devil into werewolves shape-shifting a little bit of racism. A little bit. Just a little bit. Okay, a lot of racism. (laughs) (laughs) And just the sheer unbridled, terrible acting that is this movie. And just the cliches. So many cliches. And and having read interviews about, you know, these two and how they approach these characters, 
it's yeah. just, it just hurts because they they said that they both tried so hard yeah to like, like make it real they're... and yeah. it's like it's not though it's so forced yeah like you can tell that they're trying but everything about like the These fact that is so awkward. Pattinson is just, you know, putting Nobody... so much effort into like making it right. It's like, no, you're 17. Yeah. Be stupid. Fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, in it, it, though, in all honesty, it was never going to be a good movie because no. the characters are terrible. So, like, unless they got really out of character for the character for this movie, it was just never going to get better. True. And so like it's not really their fault it just it's shitty it's just shitty like it from they were doomed from the word go and nobody hates twilight more than robert pattinson and I, feel <laughs> that I feel for him because i would hate it too but i'm glad you guys were all here to suffer with us and uh continue your suffering next week yes please <laughs> please please come enjoy with us next week bye bye Tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns. Once again, praying to the podcast gods that this works correctly. Right. Please do not fuck this up. We are only like 15, 20 minutes into this movie and we've been recording for about an hour. So please don't do this to us. All right. On with our... On with uh Oh my god, we're seven minutes into the movie. Fucking hell. <laughs> we're only at the fucking volleyball scene, god damn it. <laughs>